From across the Midwest, this is Opinions Anonymous, your new favorite podcast. If you can't get enough of us, check us out online at opinionsanonymous.com. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and remember, everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Hello again. Good to be with you. I am Luke here today with fellow opinionist, Zach. Zach, how are you? How you doing? And Adam. Adam, what's up? Oh, you know, just another great day. We're here for our second episode and the second episode without Andy. Did we fire him? Did we kill him off the show? Did we only change the name of the podcast so his segment wouldn't make sense? The world may never know. Welcome to episode two of Opinions Anonymous. We've got a fun episode planned for you. You have an email. Let's jump into emails. Nikki from Houston wants to know, what is the dumbest thing we believed as a child? So, Luke, you seem to be the type of kid that would uh, definitely believe something dumb. What about you? I mean, looking back, the easy ones are... The tooth fairy, like somebody's just going around collecting teeth. That's a little creepy and weird. And Or the Easter bunny, which, you know, is just a giant human-sized bunny hopping around, hiding eggs. But one thing that I almost blew as a child was that's... <laughs> <laughs> Interesting choice of words. <laughs> one thing I almost ruined as a child was when the year i found out santa claus wasn't real i went and told one of my cousins that santa claus was was not real in front of a younger cousin and had to backtrack and pretty much screwed everything up so i don't know i I, i'm not sure i i don't want to steal adams if he's going to use it but but you just used all things that normal children grow up believing whether or not they should be believable and i guess can you back edit a spoiler alert, put young children away before you just downloaded that knowledge into their brains? Yeah, I mean, what do you want me to say? That I thought wrestling was real you or still something? still do. <laughs> Adam, what about you? I mean, I think Luke took the obvious ones. Uh, I mean, I know that it's been a, uh, I think it's a, been a meme or something I've seen, but that naps were a punishment. Is definitely something that you believe as a kid that I think we all agree when you grow up as an adult, naps are to be cherished and not to ever be a punishment. Uh, rookie, do you have anything? I mean, I can't. Yeah, Mr. Judgmental, do you have do you have anything over there on your throne? So I don't have one specifically for me, but I have one that my idiot brother believed, which is even better. I feel like that list could be extremely long. Yeah, but this one, this one is one that I still give him shit to, shit about for the to this day. Get it out all right. So Joey believed one of Joey's favorite snacks was Kraft American singles, right? So Joey believed that when you opened it, you know how you have to tear the little strip off and then you kind of break it open. If it cracked or like bent in half, there he believed the cheese was bad. So my parents couldn't figure out at one point, like how we went through so much cheese because they're like okay he only has like if he does eat them it's only like one a day how are we going through like packs of this a week and then they looked in the trash and there's just single after single after single because he kept opening them and they were breaking so he believed they were bad and i'm not sure he doesn't still believe that today 
It's probably why he can't come on the podcast anymore. He's too busy opening cheese trying to get a snack. <laughs> He's too busy working overtime so he can buy all the cheese. That's, that shit's expensive. <laughs> so he's probably going to give me shit for throwing him under the bus there, but definitely had to throw that in there. I mean, Joey, you're the least integral part of this team. Why don't you get on the podcast a little bit? To be fair, you didn't even include him in the group text this week because I couldn't figure out why <laughs> really? there are only seven people. <laughs> oh, well. Sorry, Joey. Next email. Arnold from California wanted us to weigh in on an event that he witnessed in his state this week. A high school student baked part of their grandparents' cremated ashes into cookies and fed them to their classmates. Should they be in trouble? And what's the worst ingredient mix-up you've ever had? <laughs> So I don't even I don't even know why you think of doing this. Like, what does this accomplish? Everybody want to taste a little bit of grandpa, I guess. <laughs> so Arnold's email had a little more detail, and it was <laughs> it was really just they don't really have a motive at this point. And the problem is, is that these teens got in trouble in high school, which you know makes sense. You did something to creep out your classmates, but. They're talking legal action, but they don't believe that there's anything illegal because they're cremated ashes, so it's no longer a person. I mean, they're not poisonous, so it's not like they tried to poison anybody. No, just... that's what his email, uh, his email that I got was very detailed and did specify that human remains are not poisonous. So just in case any of our listeners out there get an inkling to taste their dead grandparents' ashes, it will not kill you, probably just send you to hell. But so we're not calling this cannibalism. I don't think you can call it cannibalism. We we might be legally they're not. What? Where do you fall on this? Are you are you thinking cannibalism? It sounds like you're thinking cannibalism. Yeah, I mean, hopefully the cookies were good, but I think we got a bunch of cannibalists in this class, and that's concerning. I think they're just called cannibals at that point. Yeah, so yeah, Arnold man. said that nine kids tried these before the person told them that there was a special ingredient and that it was grandma and grandpa. <laughs> okay, are you still a cannibal if you did it unknowingly? Yes. Or if you do it like out of desperation, like you're... I don't think they were eating the cookies desperately. Well, I know, but I'm, I'm talking in like other situations. Like oh, like you if you're on a snowy uh, mountain and have to eat a buddy? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think you're still a cannibal. Which, just you just survived. Yeah, you survived. Still a bad person. A, yeah, you survived to be a cannibal, which I'd say probably beats the alternative. <laughs> I think we have a couple more emails. What do we have next? The MLB playoffs are in full swing. Billy from Cincinnati wants to know if we've been watching and what we've thought so far. I've not been watching. Have seen some highlights. Um, I think that it's. Long games and everyone's losing interest. I I honestly didn't even know it was still going on until I was going <laughs> through the guide the other day and realized that there's still baseball on. That's rookie the sports guy. Last email. Okay, so Roseanne from Utah is upset that her favorite TV show killed off the main character and tried to reboot without them. Have you ever had a favorite character that was killed off or replaced in a show and... It just didn't go well. I mean, I'm not sure they tried to reboot. I think they've done so very successfully, judging by the ratings I've heard about. I've not watched it nor care to ever watch it. But Roseanne from Utah didn't specify what show she was talking about. Oh. Yeah. 
you know, gotcha. because she sent in this email at him. Gotcha. Just read between the lines here. Arnold sends a huge backstory and Roseanne can't tell us what show she's mad about. Yeah, Roseanne doesn't tell us anything. <laughs> we, really, we really get all... We really get all but, well, the thing is, is that Roseanne's actually came in as this cryptic tweet. We weren't sure how to take it, so we just took it how we thought. Um, did she mention Ambien? <laughs> that was in a follow-up tweet, actually. <laughs> was it? Yeah, that's weird. I, w- I was going to... One of the things that I thought of is I watched Last Man Standing. I don't know if either of you guys do. Yeah, that's what I was actually getting ready to bring up also. And Mandy this season, I want to literally slap her across the face. She yeah, takes I, the dumb a bad to, move. She takes the dumb to a whole new level. Like I, you can be a new character and I thought the first episode they did a really good job of playing off the hey, there's something different about you and like I, I thought that that worked really well, but then just she just overplays the dumb. So, but they've had a few character changes on that show. Uh, Ryan's been played by different people. Kristen's been playing by played by different people. H- have you watched it from the beginning, Land? Yeah, I think I've seen all of it. So, so one thing that's always bothered me, and I don't know if anyone else notices this. I just dropped something. Um, is that. Did you notice that Mike and Ed's offices change after like the first season? Yeah. Yeah, they just <laughs> randomly change. I could never figure that out. It doesn't make any sense. No. I noticed it too and I pointed out I think to my dad and he was like, "Oh, no they did." And I was like, "No, no they did." They did because Mike was on the right and Ed was on the left and then they switch and it just yeah. Anyways, Luke. No, they never bring it up, never anything. Luke, any changes in TV shows that you've noticed that you either didn't like or thought went well maybe? No, all he watches is WWE. They bring people in all the time. <laughs> well, it's fake, so. You guys bore me so much. I'm about to call Andy and see what kind of nerdy shit he's up to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he couldn't be on tonight because of the new video game that dropped last night. Yeah, he said he's, he's been, you know, he's been busy 12 or 14 hours a day, and I'm pretty sure that that's why. I, he didn't say anything about work, so. All right, I would say not a TV show, but movies do this, and it really bothers me. But like, I don't feel like we should have a Ben Affleck as the Batman when Christian Bale was just Batman recently. Christian Bale is still very capable of being Batman in Batman versus Superman. So when they do that with characters, it it upsets me. But TV shows, I but what if but what if they don't do it? So like, for instance, um. Is it Chris Evans just came out and said that he's no longer going to play uh, Captain America? I don't think it was Marvel or Disney or whoever owns them's decision. I think it was his decision. So if they're going to continue, which I assume they are, making 30 to 40 more of those movies, they're going to need a new Captain America. Uh, They need to reboot the series then. Like a complete reboot? They do that like every four or five years, don't they? Yeah, so I'm fine with a complete reboot of the series with a new star, but you should not continue the same series and throw a different star in there. That's why it's a little different with TV shows because it's a continuous whatever series. Roseanne's. Yeah, exactly. So my big so here's my issue, I guess, with it is if they want to bring somebody new in, that's fine, but don't make them the same person. So, like, we were talking about earlier, Rookie, like, they brought in a brand new Mandy, and it's still Mandy, 
but it's a different person. Like that's a tough sell for me. Or how about this? If you if you need to replace Captain America, have Captain America die, and then somebody who mentored or somebody who was looked up to him takes and picks up the shield, and then they're the new Captain America. Make it a storyline. That sounded like you're like a foreigner who's being a unpatriotic piece of shit. <laughs> he like dies and comes back to life, and when he comes back to life, he's in a different form or something. Like, no. Here's a question for everybody. Andy's not on the podcast. Why the fuck are we talking about superhero okay, movies? Captain America's <laughs> fucking great movies, so you can go kiss my ass. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so well, I I will tell you that if. If somebody, if I'm watching a Batman movie and all of a sudden Christian Bale turns into somebody else, that's one of the biggest fears I can even have while watching a movie, a movie series. <laughs> Luke over here is. This is why you need. Luke is like about to get his rocks off on his Segway right there, and he just about spit his water all over his computer, which is even better. Uh, oh, what's that? A transition. Okay. <laughs> What's that? For our main segment this week, uh, we got some an interesting bit of news. Over the last five years, there have been over 2,000 trips made to the emergency room because of exploding glass shower doors. The tempered glass gets under too much pressure, and it just explodes. So it's another thing to make Andy scared in his daily life, and probably everyone, but... One thing that we've never really touched on are what are our biggest fears here on the podcast. Not on the podcast. Fuck, you know what I mean. So before we get into <laughs> fears, because you butchered the shit out of that, uh, can we talk about this tempered glass thing? Because I read that and I don't understand how this is possible because the whole idea behind tempered glass is that when it, if and when it does break, it shatters into such small pieces it like it's basically can't hurt you right yeah it's such small pieces that they uh literally it's like a bomb goes off and you have st- just charades of glass what they call that shrapnel <laughs> charades <laughs> hey luke you want to play charades on skype man you talk so good <laughs> well it's talk so well oh for yeah. once you know what words to use shrapnel and their legs and arms why'd you say it's so weird shrapnel just <laughs> you guys gotta go fuck yourselves. Probably will later. So here's my thought. Like this. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. So that has to be so in most showers I feel like that I've taken that have tempered glass that I've showered in, the tempered glass does not go all the way up to the ceiling. Like it stops and there's like a gap above, I assume, to keep it from being overly pressured and it shatter. So I guess is this only going to happen in ones where it's not that way? I think it could happen in yours any day. I that's you just trying to be a dick and I do not have an irrational fear of this. But (laughs) so so is it like because the way I understand with tempered glass, like there's like there's there's material on the inside and outside that kind of holds it all together. Right. And then makes it shatter into small pieces if it does. So is it that it builds too much pressure in that, or it builds too much pressure out? So, so be, like basically to Land's point, if sorry, Adam's point, this is anonymous. If, 
if it builds pressure within the tempered glass, then it makes sense that it shatters and blows everywhere. But if it's building the pressure in the shower, then that doesn't make as much sense. I think it would have to be within the glass that this is a thing. All right. Our podcast is called Opinions Anonymous. I just want to hear your opinion. It's not called fucking science and know everything about this. But what I'm guessing is... That's true. That's true. The water and the heat from the steam in the shower go inside this thing. And it causes it to really build pressure. And then that pressure is what explodes. Sounds oddly familiar to something else. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the gestures Luke is making on Skype are very close to what you would expect. So, Anyway, so I'm going to get into some of the things that I have a fear of before Luke gets any weirder. So my probably biggest fear and it's a little irrational the way that it is i have a giant fear of snakes like i don't even want to see like a little bitty baby gardener snake i don't care so mine is to the point that where it's even so irrational where i don't even like to see them on tv or like in pictures i will look away i will scan through the picture so fast i don't want to see them period yes i realize that probably makes me a giant pussy Well, my only question is, even if you don't like the itty-bitty tiny gardener snakes, how do you go okay. to the restroom? They're not gardener snakes. They're garden snakes. <laughs> so quit fucking calling them gardener snakes. <laughs> you don't know what they do in their free time. Wow, <laughs> in these fields. <laughs> so my newest fear is actually the glass in my shower. Yeah, that's real. That's it's crazy. Yeah, it's new and real. I think it's been speculated before on the uh, former podcast that we came from that I have a fear. Not necessarily that fear of scary movies. I just prefer not to watch them. And anything that may or may not be haunted, I like to convince myself that haunting is not real, and I just stay away from it. Kind of like that haunted place about six miles from your house. <laughs> oh, yeah, it doesn't exist. A couple of my biggest fears... Water, obviously. <laughs> Talking of irrational fears. We've covered that one enough. Snakes also. I'm I'm same with that. I'm not a fan. Spiders. And I'm kind of a this is kind of a new fear that I've I've got recently. I'm I'm afraid that I'm never gonna have sex again because I'm married and I have a kid and another one on the way. Ricky, you have any <laughs> I'm just laughing at you. Snakes in multiples. So so this is I, I added that. So because... snakes fine, snakes not. So one snake is fine. I'm fine with a snake. It's when you see on like movies and things, think uh, Indiana Jones, when he goes into like the pit and it's just filled with snakes. That's creepy and weird. Who has a pit of snakes? So just to just to confirm one King Cobra, fine. 15 gardening snakes. Not okay. Okay. They're not gardening snakes. They're garden snakes. (laughs) and guard snakes can't hurt you. They cannot do anything to you, so I'm not f- afraid of something that cannot hurt me. No, hold on. Have you ever seen a snake with a hoe? <laughs> a snake with a they hoe. They can have a shovel and anything. Are, I'd say, are we defining hoe here? Is it the garden tool? Is it a, a lady of the evening? Like, what, what kind of hoe are we talking about? And... Yeah, I, I think they can still bite you. But it can't do anything to you. It's a little bite. No, I, you know what? Here's my thing. I don't think I have. I don't have a fear of the poison. I have a fear of the bite. Oh no, I have the fear of dying from it. I don't have the fear of the little itty bitty bite that probably feels 
I am to the point where I think if any of any of them bite me, I'm pretty sure I'm going to die. Heart attack <laughs> is probably going to happen. A, a, a shark's not poisonous, guys. I mean, if it bites you, <laughs> no big deal. Like, I'm not saying I like snakes by any means. They're just not on my, the top of my fear list one by one. I will say one thing that I'm afraid of that this is weird to explain to people, especially people that are afraid of heights, but I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of falling. So if I'm at, like, if I'm high up, like on a skyscraper or on a bridge or something like that, and I feel sturdy, I feel perfectly fine. The only time that I, I get afraid is when I'm on, like, think like rope bridge over a gorge or something like that, where you actually legitimately might fall over. You know what? I've never heard it worded that way, but I think I agree with you. Holy shit. Like, I think I have this too. Yeah, because I... I yeah, I know. That felt know. weird saying. I don't mind going up high. Actually, sometimes it's a lot of cool. Or a lot of cool. A lot of fun. And it's cool. It's a, a lot, lot of cool, cool guys. <laughs> oh, is that Luke? <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's the idea that I... I really don't want to go really far down and go splat because I guess falling to my death is one of my big fears because you have time to think about it the whole way down. Yeah. Like I just saw that video of a lady taking a selfie and falling off of like a hotel, like 25 stories high. Like she had to think about that the entire way. How the fuck did the selfie take? Like, did like the selfie survive? I mean, obviously she did. I don't know. She was trying to, no, somebody videoed it. They, uh, like she was trying to lean her. back to, I guess, get a good picture. They, for some creepy dude who was videoing her, just happened to be video at the right time. See, Opinions <laughs> Anonymous episode one, just, selfie side. But yeah, it's it's just weird. Like, I, I don't want that. Like, I don't want to fall to my death. That's just one of those weird things. Most people, I guess, that actually fall or jump and do things like that die from a heart attack before they even hit the ground anyways, I guess. But allegedly, I don't want to find out. You hope. Yeah, I know. Uh, next one's kind of what I would really say is an irrational fear that I've developed recent, not recently, probably like five or six years ago, is having to go to the bathroom without a place to go. So like on road trips and things like that, when I'm not driving, like I get really nervous. Like cause sometimes like, 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 let's say you're tailgating on the way to a game and you're riding with people and generally you're drinking, you're doing whatever. And you don't want to be that guy to make people stop. And it just always freaks me out that I'm going to piss my pants. Yeah, I actually have that same fear, but it's not with pissing myself. Oh, I I, I mean, we'll extrapolate <laughs> to shitting myself, too. But if you're tailgating with Blodgett, he gets it. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have one that's that's kind of similar to this. It's a little bit of anxiety, but when I'm when I'm places where I'm extremely uncomfortable, I have trouble thinking that I'm just going to throw up everywhere and I need to have like a clear path to the nearest bathroom. So when I'm places that I don't want to be or that I'm uncomfortable, I, I want to scope out and know where the bathroom is in case I feel like, <laughs> and I don't know. Like one of my biggest fears is throwing up at a restaurant. Yeah, my big thing is, like, I'm the same way. I have to know where the bathroom is, but it's because I have, I, we've talked about before, stomach issues. And I just need to know where it is. But at the same time, I've never had a fear of just puking everywhere. 
Yeah, so that sounds like that's a more deep-rooted fear of like public spaces or something like that. Not to get all psychology and shit on you, but I don't think that's your fear of puking. That's your fear of the environment itself. I I actually cannot stand puking, but I I don't like people watching me eat or judging me for. I, I'm really uncomfortable in restaurants with people I don't know, so I don't like going to business lunches for the first time with all new people by myself it just makes me really uncomfortable that's that's when you order the simplest thing on the menu that requires no special anything and you eat it and just be happy yeah anyways on to next fear this one is being buried alive i i wouldn't say i'm claustrophobic so i don't think that's it but there's something weird about when you watch movies and everything of people being buried alive that just seems like it sucks, and so I do not want that. Either of you into that? Like, uh, oh yeah, I love being buried alive. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> really into it. Turns me on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think there's some companies out there doing some promotions of staying in a coffin. Maybe we might talk about that next week. Yeah, but I think I looked into that a little bit. And so when we talk about, it, I've looked into other books. So I've got a little bit of insight. It's not near as bad as they make it sound. Go on to your next fear. What the hell do you mean? Uh, do you mean the companies that are doing this competition isn't that bad, or getting buried alive isn't that bad? The competition. The, I, I'm assuming buried alive is awful. I don't, oh, I, don't I say getting buried down. alive fucking sucks. But the, the coffin thing is, I think you basically get to lay and relax in a coffin for 24 hours. I don't know. We'll see if someone emails us about it for next week. And then the last one. So I love scary movies. Like I really do like scary movies and stuff. But if I watch them, I get kind of freaked out when I, especially, or I'm here by myself usually. And so when I hear random noises through the night, it's like right after I watched them, like I started watching The Haunting of Hill House this week on Netflix. And I woke up because I live near the factories in Greensburg. So there's trucks that go past all the time, all hours of the night. And one hit a brake or hit their brakes too hard or had squeaky brakes or something. I woke up and I sat up the other night like, what the fuck? Who's here? And turned on the light, and, which is luckily voice enabled. So Alexa did that for me. But yeah, so the after effects of scary movies freak me out. Which is which is 100% why I don't watch scary movies. But I like them while I watch them. No, it's not worth it. <laughs> Yeah, it is. No scary movie has ever been worth the like next week. Ricky, what would you have done if you'd heard the giant semi breaks and then uh, on across your phone it's like candy cane, it's rusty nail. I probably would have jumped out my window. I am only on the second floor, so I don't think I'd die. I just probably might break something. He been, but I he would be have been really glad that he was somewhere he knew that he could use the bathroom. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be scared about that because, as you as you know, my bathroom is literally right there. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's this weird thing. Like, but usually I'm fine if I watch a scary movie or scary TV show or something, and then move on to like a watch an episode of Family Guy or something. I'm usually fine, but not always. Molly tried to freak me out one time and tell me that my apartment was haunted. And I don't even believe in that, really. And she's like, yeah, I woke up and your bathroom light was on. 
Like, yeah, because you got up and went to the bathroom and didn't turn it off. No, I never got up. And I'm, and so then that got me thinking in the next night, I couldn't sleep because I really thought something fucked up was going on. And then I told her that and she just started laughing. She's like, I could totally was fucking with you. I'm like, yeah, anyways. Hey, I think there's something to these. There's something to these ghost noises or something to these hauntings. I actually wrote a really, really interesting blog today. So check it out on the website, opinionsanonymous.com. And maybe we could debate a little bit about what I wrote. You literally are getting yourself so excited with these segues. I'm just saying that. <laughs> you can hear the giddiness in his voice. You can see it on Skype, too. <laughs> Master debaters this week. First one, we have Idaho wildlife official. An Idaho wildlife official was pressured to resign after sharing photos of himself with dead animals after a safari hunt. Should he have resigned or is this over the line? I'll go first. That is completely over the line. He, if he's on a, if he's on a safari hunt, having been to Africa... You have to actually get licenses and go on actual safaris for this. Like, you can't just... Like, a lot of people think you just show up and start shooting shit. That is not the case. So, he was licensed to do this. He did it. I mean, he, no, it's completely over the line. And it's completely legal. Like, what he did was legal where he was. Yeah, you probably can't shoot a giraffe over here, but guess what? There's no fucking giraffes here that aren't in the zoo. If somebody worked for PETA and did this, would you have different thoughts? No, I'd actually applaud them. <laughs> well, I would applaud them for realizing that Pete is a bunch of shit. But anyways, <laughs> I would understand this if it was Pete, just from the fact that, like, I think all of us work for companies that probably have social media policies that if you post something and are affiliated with that company and you post something against that company's values, it is actually a disciplinary action. But the wildlife service, I understand, is to protect the wildlife here. But you're, you as a wildlife service person would not be there to protect the wildlife of another continent. Not even another country, but another continent. So I, if, if it was PETA, I would understand it. If Since it's the wildlife service, I think it's ridiculous. Well, and, and to touch on that also, the reason like I understand this is because People are making a big deal about it that he is a wildlife official and went and did this. But what he did was completely legal. He didn't go over there and he didn't poach anything. It's like basically reprimanding somebody for going deer hunting here. Like he, if he did so within the means of legality, then I don't think that he should face anything. Yeah, my dad would be in trouble. <laughs> Lots of trouble. All right. Second master debate tonight. Do you play the lottery? So I do not play the lottery um, regularly at all. I've probably, I mean, in my legality years of buying lottery tickets, I've probably bought less than five. Wow. So, so I have played more, well, more than Adam, not land Adam, not that his full name's Adam land or anything. So I, I've played a lot more than that. I don't play regularly. I think one thing being is usually or there's a lot of places that you need to pay cash for your lottery tickets and I never have cash. So that's probably a hindrance. But 
I tend to like right now the two jackpots together like 1.2 billion. So I'll probably go buy a ticket of each. There's no chance in hell I'm winning it. If I did, this is going to be the best podcast ever. It's going to be the best podcast you've never heard. <laughs> yeah, we tried that. Nobody won the lottery. But here's my thing. Okay, you just said you just said I will not win. But you're going to go buy the lottery tickets. But also to me and not to like say like I am at a level that other people aren't or anything. But to me, going to spending $3 on lottery tickets for the outside chance to win half a million. I mean, obviously, after taxes and everything, it's less. But $3 is nothing, really. I mean, I I think where a lot of people talk about like the lottery tax and the where it's like a hindrance on a lot of people is there are people that $3 is a lot more than what $3 is to me. And so they play for the chance to do that. But, but anyways, I do play sometimes when it gets this high. Uh, I stopped playing for a couple of years because I got pissed off at the gas station in new point. I was 21 and was going in and buying beer and never got carded. I went to buy a lottery ticket and they carded me and it pissed me off. So I stopped. But otherwise, I play every once in a while, only when it gets high. So I will probably go tomorrow and buy a couple lottery tickets. What about you, Luke? $3 a week, 52 weeks in a year. It's $156. You could be supporting the podcast. Thank you for blowing it. No, I do not play the lottery. I've spent more than that on the podcast. Luke, do you play the lottery? I do not. Ever? Firmly against it. Nope. Maybe twice in my life. Why are you against it? I, because you will not win. But that's that's a that's a fallacy. People win all the time. Do they? Every lottery game and or jackpot eventually has a winner. Does it? Whether or not that's going to be you. I don't. I don't know that you can prove yes. that. Yes. No. Hey, can you prove to me the people win the McDonald's every year? Yes, they announce who wins them. Those could be fake people, rookie. Come on. Yeah, it's a ploy. It's a, it's a ploy to get money. I have done research on game shows and sweepstakes like this, and they are seriously so heavily, uh, heavily patrolled by like the SEC and other agencies that they really are actually above board. I, I, I like That's not even a, a question. They really are because people used to try to cheat game shows and cheat these things. And so now they are all so regulated that when they say people win, people do win. It's just, I mean, your chances in winning are so far out there. Like they print like, what, three boardwalk pieces or something like that? If that. Yeah, I think it's so heavily regulated because of the McDonald's itself. So th there was a giant heist, and I think it was in the late 80s, where they this guy was knowingly giving away pieces. So I, I don't know. I think that this is w a way deeper rabbit hole, but I think lotteries could be a conspiracy theory. Maybe that's uh, OA Conspiracy Theories Part 1, since we never had DBPYNH Part 2. Yeah, could be. All right, next master debate. Pizza toppings. Are there limits? So the example is Hawaiian. 
Uh, personally, for me, I'm just going to jump in here and tell you guys that sausage is far superior than pepperoni. Wrong. Land, I'm gonna. You're the resident food expert. I'm gonna let you go. I really don't know that I'm the food expert, but but pepper pepperoni is definitely better than sausage. I do and also enjoy sausage. Um, yeah. I don't know that there's a limit on pizza toppings. I think it's everybody's to taste. I enjoy a Hawaiian pizza. I know some people think that you should never put pineapple on pizza. I'm not one of those people. But I do believe. I mean, with pizza, you can put basically anything on it and make it work. Uh, it's just. A, a, it's about your taste. So I would agree with that. So there's a lot of different random types of pizza that I've had that I really enjoyed. One thing that I would say is that there are certain ingredients that just don't belong on pizza from the pure fact that when you bake them, they become disgusting. Like Molly and I got a spinach something other pizza with chicken the other day. It, yes, I, I, I let her pick the pizza so the spinach came out super rubbery and just weird texture so like to that point i would say there's some things that don't belong but i don't say they they can't be there but i would say some people team seem to think that it's not pizza if you don't use pizza sauce like when we talk about toppings are we including sauce in this category i for one am a huge fan of philly cheesesteak pizza and it's not traditional Pizza sauce. I like barbecue sauce instead of pizza sauce. Like with a Hawaiian, I feel like you have to have the barbecue sauce. Oh, that actually, yes, that is very good. I'm both a barbecue fan as well as a ranch fan for like a chicken bacon ranch. There's different like garlic parm mixes I've had. So to me, pizza, you can have about anything. And I agree. I would be amiss if I didn't shout out to Joe and Travis and just say it has to be stuffed crust. I think I think I think has to be is a strong word, but <laughs> well, we were drinking and ordering pizza to be delivered, and they asked me what type of pizza I wanted, and I said I'm care with anything, but it has to be stuffed crust, and they give me shit about that to this thing, so. <laughs> Can't imagine. I have why. to throw it out there. This stuffed crust is superior to all other crusts, but anything is acceptable, I guess. You also were the person who said it's a golf trip. We came here to golf. Yeah, we did fucking pay and went on a golf trip to fucking golf. All right. Any more master debaters? Yeah, we have a couple more. So one that I witnessed today and. Some of our listeners may have responded by the time they hear this podcast, but as of airing, they had not yet. Is going to a stall for a man to pee on, given that there are plenty of and plenty of open urinals. So think of a bathroom where there's three or four urinals and three or four stalls, and a person goes in and goes directly to a stall to pee. Is that okay? Is that normal? I don't. I guess it depends on your definition of of plenty, because I'll go into a stall and pee like all the time. If there's like tons of urinals and nobody's there, yeah, I'll go to a urinal. But if there's like a couple people at the urinals, I'll just that's fine. Give them their space. I'll hit. I'll hit into a stall and no big deal. 
so so let me lay the land then so the so the land is there's three urinals i or a person are at the very first one up against a wall there's a middle urinal there's a third urinal then a wall and then four stalls okay so said person comes in there is the urinal available against a wall with the one urinal one urinal buffer and instead chose to go to one of the stalls and pee. I would have went stall. Yeah, I would have I would have gone stall also. Really? There's dividers between the urinals too. I don't know if that helps or yeah, changes it. It's it's more just common courtesy. I mean, but see to me common courtesy is you only take what you need. So I've been in there before where there has been a rush on stalls. And so if you're in there just peeing, when you do not need that, that is that is not acceptable. You go with what you need. Like, there's no reason. Like, it wasn't like they had to stand next to me. They didn't have to stand even remotely close to me. There's two dividers between us, and they're up against a wall. You use a urinal. No, I'm, I would use the stall. Stall as well. I mean, if there's if there's a rush on stalls, I, I get it, but it's gonna it's gonna be thirty seconds. And, so and it takes me it. probably legitimately 15 seconds from the time I get in the stall to the time I leave the stall. If they are going to shit themselves in that 15 seconds, they should have planned earlier ahead. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, but to add to that, either you are A, an asshole and pisses with the seat down, or B, no. you have to touch the seat from a public restroom and open. That's why you wash your hands when you're done. I I think you both sit down while you pee, that's why. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I, I think you you utilize the – there's a reason there's urinals and stalls. You go to the urinal, you use it, and you're done. Like I, I would understand if there were two guys there and only the middle one was open. I would absolutely go to a stall. But then both the other ones were open. So I call bullshit on both of you, and we're going to go on to the next – Rookie, this sounds like you just want to hang out with some dick. <laughs> no, really, I don't. Like It's just more of a – like I'm – I'm more curious on whether I'm doing something wrong. You are. You painted the picture. There are seven spots in this bathroom where you could pee, and you got mad because somebody chose one more than one away from you. No, but but I've okay. So let, let's yeah, let's add on to this, Adam. Let's add on to this. So I've also come into the bathroom before, where all of the urinals are open. There's no one else in the bathroom, and someone standing in a stall to pee. So that was their first choice to go. They had three urinals, wide open, four stalls, wide open, and they went to the stall. It's also louder, which I don't like. Okay, so at that point, I'm using the urinal. Yeah, but but I'm saying. Yeah, at that point, I'm using the urinal. Some people still don't do that. And it's not that they're like Luke and sit to pee. They actually, you can hear they're standing. I mean, so at this, but Rookie, do you ever think that that guy might not have gone to the stall if you didn't pee with your pants around your ankles? I mean, it's way more comfortable. I don't know why you're judging. It makes people uncomfortable. I mean, I keep my whitey tidies up. <laughs> okay, before Rookie gets any more triggered about where people pee. Uh, okay, so next, or last one. So some people on this podcast, maybe, we don't know use their high school, college, or younger, let's think of poopster underscore Alex 2010, <laughs> emails, instead of creating Jesus. a grown-up professional email, 
Is this okay? Yes. <laughs> I mean, Adam, I'm going to ask you because this is definitely not. I think it's okay. But why? Why do you need to be a 30 year old I mean, man using a college email? You know what? You don't, but I'm only 29. So, okay. so, so I do. I do. I do still have the same email that I created. I think when I was probably 18, 19 years old. However, I planned ahead and made it something that I could use. Now, don't get me wrong. The one I had at junior high that I used on like MSN and stuff. Yeah, I would never give that out. But yours is also yours is professional and it's just that Gmail. What I'm talking about are people that are using like whether it's an at Purdue email address or an at oh you mean the Gmail. one that's used is at email dot yeah like yeah I think that's a little point, bit ridiculous yeah at what point do you say I graduated I even have another account like I have them both in parallel I could be changing my stuff over time like when is it unacceptable to be using Luke's so pissed right now I can see his face. So at what point is it? I don't like to agree with Rookie, but I think I agree with Rookie. Well, like, I think one of the best things that Purdue did for us, and I don't think they do this anymore, uh, talking to some people that have graduated recently, but your email account expired six months after you graduated. So you had to move on to something. I also locked myself under. Yeah, both schools. Yeah. I was going to say, I locked myself out of rookie underscore golf at hotmail.com. So that one doesn't exist anymore. So I had to go to mine. But I think there's a, there's a point that you cross that you say, I'm a grown up. I get a grown up email address at a normal domain and I just use it. Luke, what do you think? Yeah, honestly, like it doesn't make sense because both of my school ones have locked me out. So I don't understand how Luke is, is still active. I mean, we don't know that Luke's definitely still doing this, but if he were, what would he say? My 32-year-old brother's email is dirtpoorfarmboy at hotmail.com. I think I'm good. <laughs> Dirtpoorfarmboy. Oh, well, Joey's, until he was actually a while, like a few years ago, looking for jobs, his was still coldmix at hotmail.com, and I still think he has that email address. Probably still uses it. Probably. So, to me, I think when you graduate, you create a big boy email. Unless you already have it, you use it, and that's yours going forward. That's just my thought. Because that's a good way of sending you off from college. With that, we have our final send-off. Send you off the fucking podcast. The Cavs turn LeBron's (laughs) old locker into a towel closet. Is this petty or creative? Uh, slightly petty. Suge Knight's son says Tupac is alive and in Malaysia. Any way this can be true? Oh, this is definitely true. This is the most normal thing I've heard all day. The Suns fired their GM nine days before the season started. How many games will they win this year? I'm going to say between 15 and 20. Controversial call last night in game four of the ALCS between the Red Sox and the Astros. Was it fan interference? If you hit a fan with your glove, it is interference. Let's just be clear. A bride needs our opinion. Her fiancé's last name is the same as her first name. What should she do, Adam? Adam? I think she just has to change it and embrace it. Vontez Burfecht is all over the news for his consistent dirty hits. You're a Bengals fan. 
Do you like this guy being on your team? It has been very documented that I said this guy should have been gone three years ago. He is useless. Chance the Rapper says Kanye West sees himself 300 years in the future. Does this mean our future is fucked? Uh, 100%. Fame brothel owner Dennis Hoff passed away this week. Do you think he went out with a bang? Ooh, I sure hope so. Same brothel that Lamar Odom had his episode at, too. This place, cancer. All right, check us out next week. We're going to have our spooky Halloween episode. Thanks for joining us for episode two of Opinions Anonymous. If you want to stay connected in between episodes, check our blog out online at opinionsanonymous.com or your favorite social media at Opinions Anon Pod. From Adam, Luke, myself, and the rest of the OA cast, this is Opinions Anonymous. Remember, everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Taking you out tonight on an original song because Rookie messed up last week. Enjoy it. What did I mess up last week? At first I was afraid, I thought you were Joey. But then I realized Joey hasn't podcasted since 2003. So I took a closer look, tried to see who had more hair and looky there. Both balding, so it's fair, which one are you? Tell me it's true. Are you rookie, are you Joey? Do I even have a clue? I feel so stupid and confused, I feel so strange what to do. I should never trust a dwinger, I don't know who is who. How now, brown cow? Yeah, what the hell was that, rookie? Was that even English? (laughs) I don't know. I said white horse, brown cow. I don't know. All right. Everybody good? So not to completely go down a rabbit hole, but out of the eight cast members on the podcast, who would be the first to get eaten? And if you say me, I'm hanging up right now. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess this is going to be a short episode. <laughs> I I think you both sit down while you pee. That's <laughs> rookie. The the thing here is let's let's be honest. The thing here is the the guy just walked in and saw your horse cock and was like, "I can't compete with this. I'm going to the stall." Trust me, no one standing more than like a foot away can even see it. It's it's okay. <laughs>